We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone. If only you had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. Oh, we can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salute to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I love the book, The Power Broker, the epic biography of former New York City planner Robert Moses. So I'm breaking it down 100 pages at a time and talking to special guests about why this book matters, like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I actually think if it wasn't for Robert Moses, I probably wouldn't have run for Congress. Listen to 99% Invisible's breakdown of The Power Broker every month on the 99% Invisible podcast feed. Hi, I'm Hannah Brown and welcome to Better Tomorrow. My absolute favorite thing to do is have a heart-to-heart talk with my new friends and my best friends, where we sit down and talk about all the things like relationships and love, faith and self-care. And of course, the little things as well, like the struggle to figure out what to eat tonight. All in all, I really wanna ask, how am I better today than yesterday and bring artists, entrepreneurs and friends along on the journey? So join me on the journey, will you? Crawford. Hey. Thank you so much for coming on the Better Tomorrow podcast. I'm so excited to be here because I'm so excited that you have a podcast. Thank you. You had to have a podcast. I mean, it has been really fun. And I loved going on other people's podcasts. I'm like, what? Maybe I should do my own. So uh, I'm glad to be here. And I'm so thankful that, you know, we're still new to this thing that you said yes to coming and um, having a conversation with me. Girl, of course. I just, I always feel so good around you. You bring, you bring like a good energy and it's no wonder that so many people love watching you on TV because people think of me like, like, oh, she's like, if you've done dating shows, you understand. No, like Cammie Crawford (laughs) is the, the real dating show queen. Thank you, girl. Thank you. I don't, I don't know if that is... Uh, the case for everyone because I'm pretty sure everyone listening sees you as the dating show queen. Yeah, but, but... they don't, they just don't understand because <laughs> Cami is the co-host of Catfish. She's the host of Are You the One X and X on the Beach, and then the host of your podcast called Relationships. So yeah. no, I think you I think you've got me covered. You've you got me beat for sure. I mean, I do love to talk about relationships. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's it's just one of my favorite things. Well, I guess people love hearing you talk about it because yeah. you've had such an amazing career. You started out as, or I would think this is maybe where you started as a former Miss Teen USA 2010. I'm doing my pageant wave, y'all. I love it. (laughs) Would you say that's how you got your start? I mean, that was the catalyst for a lot of the things that I'm doing in my life right now. I think, you know, at the time I was 17 years old. It was my first pageant. I had never competed in pageants before, but we're we're pageant sisters, same system. So we, we know, we know the vibes. We know the the journey that it takes mm-hmm. to get there and whether it's your first time or you've been doing it your whole life every year is different every pageant's different every set of judges are different so you never know what it is that they're looking for and i think i got really lucky that they were looking for something fresh and different and someone who was totally clueless to this world <laughs> because there's a lot of aspects to it people it, don't know no do you talk about your pageant experience? Yeah, I do. I've, who did I have on the other day? I've had I had somebody else on. I've had a few people on that have a background in pageants, but I realized there's so many people that that's how they got their start. Yeah, yeah. More than you think. Yeah. And so, yeah, I always talk about it because that's the only reason that, that I'm here, too. It, it opens up 
your mind in a different way. Mm -hmm. Like I, I can't say that winning Miss Teen USA opened the door for me. Like I definitely had to work for it. And there wasn't, you know, a person that I met while I was Miss Teen USA that was like, Hey, let me give you this job or let me give you this opportunity. But had I not one Miss Teen USA, I don't think that I would have ever known that being in front of the camera was something that I would be good at. Yes. I think it oh, it just expands your world to what you could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how, that's how I felt. I always saw it as my way out though. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love Alabama. Like I'm so like roll tie forever. Roll tie. But I did want to do something different and I saw and would like research how all these people who had won these pageants had made a career mm-hmm. after it. So I always hoped it would, but then even when I did win Miss Alabama USA, I didn't win Miss USA. So I was like, oh, okay, what am I going to do? And it's so mm-hmm. weird. Like everything still worked out and I'm so thankful for that time. Yeah. But I also like, you're like, oh, I guess they just wanted something fresh. But I think that's always the key after you've done it for so long. And I can say this cause I did a different system. You start like, you just get rusty and crusty. It's not crusty. <laughs> but no, because you're just doing the same thing or listening to what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And I think you can get a little like um, you're Robotic. just a watered down version of yourself to mm-hmm. what you think somebody likes to drink, basically. Yeah. 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 And when you come in not really knowing what you're doing, sometimes you do have to like, you're like, oh, this is a lot different than I thought and it's great that next year but sometimes people see that like you because mm-hmm. you haven't had anybody else tell you what you need to do yeah and I think that's really refreshing and it does not surprise me that you were a one and done girl oh thanks girl I, I have to tell you though because I was so clueless I was oblivious to the hateration that was taking place like, girls were trying to play mind games on me, and oh, they yeah. must have thought that, like, this girl has to be the dumbest person I've ever met, because they would say things, and it would just, like, bounce off my brain. I just didn't, I, I just didn't get, I just didn't get it, because yeah. I'm also not like that. I'm a girl's girl. Like, I'm the oldest of six girls, so I'm all about the girls. So when someone is, like, trying to be catty, or, you know, they would try to ask you certain questions to, like, figure get out what, head, yeah, get in too. your head, or, like, what color is your dress? Oh. My dress is that color. Oh, well, what style is it? Oh, well, mine's that style. Oh, does it have rhinestones on the bodice? Yeah, it does. Oh, well, mine has rhinestones on the bodice, and my coach says that it's the most beautiful dress in this style and this color that they have ever seen. And I showed it to the Miss Universe organization, and they said that they thought it was the most beautiful dress they've ever seen. So where you're like, oh, my God. I don't, I don't have your dress, so I must not have the most beautiful gown. That Like, the things that girls will do to try to mind you but I didn't realize the mind of it all it just Mm -hmm. didn't it just didn't compute and I think that that was a good thing because I didn't end up feeling towards the end of it like oh my god people are after me but they it does happen it's I have a lot of long-term friends from the pageant system but I also made some some enemies that like I didn't make but it's I'm like I didn't this is a one-sided enemy. This is a enemy. one-sided enemy. Like, who are you fighting? <laughs> yeah. You were Miss Teen USA when it was, like, at its prime. And y'all got to, like, didn't you, don't you, like, move to New York? Mm-hmm. And you have, like, this apartment. You go to all these events. Yeah. Did you have any idea what you were getting into? Oh, girl, yes. I, first of all, I, and maybe it goes back to it being my first time and me being delusional. I just knew I was going to win. So I had already, my, my pageant was in the Bahamas. So Miss mm-hmm. Teen USA was in the Bahamas that year. I had packed for the Bahamas, but I also packed a bag to move to New York. Yes. Because I was like, I'm moving to New York after this. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, this is... That's the energy you have to yeah, have. Yeah. So the organization was very confused when like they came to my suite because, you know, after you win, they get you like a big suite. Your whole family comes and they like say their goodbyes and, you know, wish you luck. And you pack to go to 
New York. And so, you know, my travel manager, who just became my travel manager five seconds ago, comes into my suite and she's like, okay, so we're going to have to pick some pieces for you to go for your interview week and media training and everything like that. So, you know, do you have a suitcase that's empty or should we provide one for you? I was like, oh, my, my pack suitcase is over there for New York. It's ready to go. I've got 20 looks lined up. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I didn't know how rigorous it would be, though. Um, There's nothing that can prepare you for that. Mm -hmm. So I was going to, I don't even know. When you win Miss Teen USA, Miss USA, Miss Universe, every 30 minutes of your life is planned for you. So if I wanted to take a nap or take a shit, it was in my schedule. Like there was no, there was no deviating from the schedule. If I had a day off, I could do my own thing. But as far as the schedule, the schedule is the schedule. The itinerary is set. You don't have any say so in regards to that. And that's your life for a year. So you, you better get on board and figure it out because if you've got plans or, you know, you think you're going to your best friend's 18th birthday party. No, ma'am, you're not. Were you a senior in high school or? I had graduated. Oh, okay. So I deferred a year before I went to University of Alabama, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Um, And then transferred to Fordham, (laughs) go Rams. Um, And, but I I was free. I was free. So I think that makes a big difference too, because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what do you do about school when your schedule is like that? Well, funny enough. So this goes back to figuring out my purpose because of being Miss Teen Mm -hmm. USA but prior to that I thought I wanted to be a dermatologist I was like so ready to go into I was I had deferred a year to Alabama to get in their pre-med program so I was like I need to get my prerequisites taken care of so that when I get to Alabama I'll already be ready to like start taking my core classes girl I signed up at a local college to take all these prereqs so like you know English and like whatever Mm -hmm. social science whatever it is that I had to just get out of the way that was not related to the Mm -hmm. pre-med track track Mm -hmm. I was spending my days as Miss Teen USA waking up at the ass crack of dawn going to like a volunteer thing then in the afternoon going to a day event then eating food while doing my makeup to go to a gala at night, then taking the train from New York City to Westchester, New York, where my school was. I was at Manhattanville College in, like, Purchase, New York. I would get on the train at, like, midnight, study for my tests, and go to class the next day at Manhattanville, and then get back on the train that afternoon and do it all again. And that was nuts. That was crazy. And had I known that, like that wasn't going to be my life and that I wasn't going to be pre-med, then I probably would not have done all of that. But I was very serious about school and like getting into it. And so it was just like, this is what I have to do. So that, that was chaotic. And I can't imagine if that was like my senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. Now they don't move the teen at all. So you stay in your hometown, which I think if you are in high school, it's good. But at the same time, I think that there's something to the experience of living in New York and like being this public figure that is like core to what Mm -hmm. the role is, you know? It seems like there's no doubt you had so much growth during during that time. There's no uh, there's not many 17 year olds that are working a full time job (laughs) and also trying to go to school while having to look fabulous the entire time. Mm -hmm. I feel like that really prepped you for what was to come oh, in yeah. your life. Yeah. Today is about looking for new ways to better ourselves, but sometimes that means looking in a totally different place or even a different state. In South Dakota, travel is transformative. It's good for the soul. It's the kind of place to just let go, to escape from routine and predictability of life. To put down the phone and pick up a sense of adventure and to see the world a little bit differently, as in not through our screen, 
Life in South Dakota is about unplugging from it all and connecting with the world around you. It's about being open to real surprises and treating your senses to a real, raw, natural beauty that doesn't need a filter. Whether you're exploring the mountains and trees of the Black Hills, hiking through the Badlands, navigating the wild towns, or camping under the stars, South Dakota is the place to get a little lost and find yourself along the way. See why there's so much South Dakota, so little time at TravelSouthDakota.com. There have been many times in my life where I really thought I could trust my gut, but I definitely shouldn't have. Definitely with a lot of those exes in the past, um, when it comes to that low fuel flashing light on my car, I just always think that it's not really serious. Trust me, it is. I've been on the side of the road way too many times. Probiotics can't help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. Ritual has made a three-in-one supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome, all in one minty capsule and no refrigeration needed. I love my Symbiotic Plus. I take it every day. It is, it's great because it's got all the biotics in it um, for my probiotic. I feel like it's just really helping my gut in all the ways. And actually, Ritual even invested in a study modeling the human colon, which showed that Symbiotic Plus significantly increased the microbial diversity and the growth of beneficial bacteria. We love that. We love when the thing's actually doing the work that we need it to for our gut. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash Hannah B. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash Hannah B for 25% off. Real change happens when you're consistent and achieving the hair of your dreams is no exception. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to your hair routine has never been easier so you actually see the results you've always wanted. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency, y'all. With a monthly subscription to Grow Hair Serum, Vegamore makes it easy to stay consistent. Plus, you save more and never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. For the best results, use a minimum three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Hair Serum every 50 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. You guys know I love Vegamore so much. I have seen so much improvement in my hair because of using their products. They really are that great. Um, I like the Grow Hair Serum because I can use it on my hair when it's wet or dry, so it just helps me stay consistent depending on if it's a wash day or not. Elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash Hannah B and use code Hannah B at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash Hannah B. Use code Hannah B to save 20% on your first first order. Were you one of those people? Um, I did really well in school. Like I sometimes don't seem like I'm smart, <laughs> but I do really well in school. And I knew if I wanted to go any route, like I could, I could make it. Mm-hmm. Was that also something hard? Like, were you still doing well in your classes? And you were like, I just kind of hate this, but I know mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah. Uh, yes. I've never been, I've been good in classes, but I think when I got to Fordham, I was so distracted by my future. I just didn't care about the bullshit. Like at Fordham. I think that's actually smart. Right. It's not bullshit for a lot of people. Like some people love this stuff, but like Fordham's Jesuit. So you have to take a lot of like theologies and philosophies and like there were, it was just like a lot of things that I was just like, this is not my focus. I need to be in a studio. I am Oprah Winfrey and I need to be on a set. That was where my mind was at 19 years old. I was like, I am Oprah. And yeah. I need to be treated like such. <laughs> I don't need to be here. How many times do I have to tell you guys this? <laughs> I thought that I was supposed to have my big break literally at 22. I was like, this is my time. Yeah. I'm here. Give me my show. That's delusional. But sometimes delusion works. I was about to say, I think you have to have a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. We have to be knocked down. Yeah. And a I little was. bit. It's like, I still <laughs> I don't understand. But if you don't believe that 
that that can be or that can be accomplished, then why are you even doing yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Like, You've got to have a little, an ounce of delusion will take you where you need to be. Yes. I had a few ounces. So I was like, you know, I, I just wasn't present at all. I will say that. And I do regret it because when I got to my graduation, I didn't have any friends in school. All my friends were out in Manhattan. Like all my friends were like people who were already working like adults, people who were real adults. I didn't make friends with people in my classes or like go to bars with them because I I was at the cl- I was at the real club. Yeah. <laughs> was, you skipped all that. I skipped all of it. I was just like, mm. I'm out, like I'm, I'm doing my thing. And when I would be in class, I would have my laptop out like to take notes, but I would really be like editing my reel or, you know, sending my resume and my headshot out to local news stations. I, I was distracted for sure. And it didn't mean that I didn't get good grades because I still did. I still did my work, but I wasn't invested. Yeah. And when it came to standardized testing, like it just was never my thing. Testing has never been my thing. I fell asleep taking the SAT, I fell asleep taking the ACT. Girl, I don't, I just can't. I'm sorry. No, I, <laughs> I just can't. I can't. But look at me now. I'm I know, like great. you did, but that's, I think that's <laughs> good to hear because sometimes people think, oh my gosh, I have to be like this star student, which I can just say for myself, like I, um, I made really good grades, but I wasn't, I was not going out there and doing, doing the thing. Yeah. I'm not valedictorian material. Yeah. I, and I wasn't even that, but like, I thought, I think I got, I really liked school. So I'm like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. I want to be a professor or something. So like, that's kind of, I got like stuck in that instead of actually doing the work mm-hmm. for what the dream job is. Yeah. So I think that's really cool that you were, you know, you're there, but you're making shit happen for yeah. yourself. I was trying to make moves, girl. And it's so funny because it's so different from my sisters. Like I have two sisters that graduated from UPenn. One of them graduated from Wharton. She's like going to law school. Like she's like big news. And I'm like, I'm so supportive of that. Like, yes, love that for you. It wasn't for me. Yeah. So my parents got that. Like they got their, you know, scholar dream child. But I'm their dream child in a different way. Yeah. And I'm very proud of the things that I've done and the way that I've been able to pave the way for my sisters in a way of like, you can change your mind whenever you want. Mm-hmm. If you don't love it, change your mind. Try something new. Like that's that's what your youth is for. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to do those things. You're supposed to make the mistakes. Try again. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. But like figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And I'm, I'm glad that I was able to accomplish that on the earlier side mm-hmm. and actually start making the moves. And I think... Probably a lot of what being Miss Teen USA taught me is like how to make those moves and yes. how to make those connections happen. Um, so that's what I was doing. I love that your mom was so supportive and that I think because you got that support, you could also, I think your, probably your sister saw that and that you were able to give that to them. Mm-hmm. It's just like a cycle of like confidence basically yeah. to do what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. And I think, for me, I changed my major like so many times because <laughs> I just, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I'm like, I'm just supposed to like do something big. I just don't know what. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's like, you don't figure out what you want to do with your life the day that they asked you to like pick a major. No. I, I and, think like, it's that weird you, that like, they felt, make you pick. Yeah. And that you felt the pressure even like I felt bad about changing. It's mm-hmm. like, you're 19. Yeah. I, I changed even now. I don't sometimes know what I want to do. I'm still figuring it out, but that's. It's part of life. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Like I like what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Who knows if I'll do it forever. Yeah. <laughs> like tomorrow. Maybe my, not. My, I might change. <laughs> Something might come up. I'm open. I'm yeah. open to the possibility of what comes my way. But I'm also, I know that I'm privileged and very, uh, I got lucky in a lot of ways too. Yeah. We all have that. We did. We all have that. I want to know how you became the co-host of Catfish though. Because that show is huge. And yeah. I feel like it's one of those shows that Adam and I watch when we just need to feel like there are people that are going through <laughs> worse than we worse are. Worse than we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, honestly, back to like being lucky, I feel like that was it. I mean, I 
Definitely, I will say, you don't know who's watching you. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's paying attention. Like, while you're just plugging away, like, you don't know who's paying attention. So I was hosting on local news stations around the tri-state area. I would literally wake up at, like, 4 a.m., pack suitcases full of, like, best Mother's Day gifts to give, you know, for the mom who loves cozy stuff or, like, um, fall items that you need or beauty items that don't break the bank, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would drive two and a half hours to New Haven, Connecticut from Manhattan, do, like, a five-minute segment (laughs) on a local news station, sleep in the parking lot, drive back to Manhattan, and, like, prepare to do it all again another time and like keep pitching to other networks to see who I could come on and do like lifestyle segments with. And I'm posting all of this obviously. Um, and I wasn't getting paid. Like I was actually spending money to do mm-hmm. these things cause I didn't have a car. I was just renting cars and like going to New Haven, Connecticut. And as I'm posting all these things, I'm not realizing who's following me or who's watching. Cause newsflash y'all, if you're trying to get into this business, Big producers don't have, I'm a big producer in their Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. They have a picture of their cat as like their profile picture and their bio says, live, laugh, love. Like you don't know <laughs> who's following you. You yeah. don't know who these people are. And apparently some people at MTV were following me and someone at casting at Catfish was also following me who's also a pageant girl and she ended up just emailing me and she was like, hey, we are, you know, recording new episodes of Catfish and, you know, we're just like testing out guest hosts. Would love to have you come on and do two episodes with us if you're interested. And I was like, <clears throat> OK, this sounds like a human trafficking scheme, but <laughs> I don't have anything else going on right now that I'm like super passionate about. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? And this actually happened to be the same week that I was planning on moving from New York to L.A., which was the scariest move of my entire life. But I felt like I had to do it because things in New York just weren't picking up the way that I wanted. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm either going to stop this and like get a nine to five or I'm going to move to L.A. And I was like, when in my life am I ever going to have this opportunity? Like, I need to just go to L.A. and see what it's what it's like. But being a pageant girl, you know every pageant bitch lives in LA. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, and everybody wants to be on TV. Everybody wants to do everybody what we're doing. Everybody wants, yes. So I'm like, I'm going to get, I'm just going to be everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I, that terrified me. But I was like, I have to try. It, like the, the little, the delusion that I had ounces of once had diluted down to like a, a sprinkle of delusion. Like, mm-hmm. um, like how I like my mimosas, like champagne with like a splash of orange juice. Like that was how much delusion I had left. Yes. And I was like, I, I just have to go for it. That same week I got that email and I saw that the offices of the production company that put on Catfish were in LA. And so I was like, it's a sign, even though, it's, I mean, LA is so big, but like they were in Burbank. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm in LA, then I'll be closer to them and that'll be great. And Which is actually true. I mean, that mm-hmm. probably did help you a lot because it is better in this, to to be where the action is, I yeah. think, sometimes, especially starting out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially because, like, they only asked me to do two episodes. But at the time, my goal was to be on E! News, just like every other pageant girl yes. in Los Angeles. I'm so unique. Yes. I wanted to be on E! more than anything. Like, Juliana Rancic was, like, my idol at the time, and she was a pageant girl. She competed in she competed for Miss Maryland Teen USA. I didn't know that. Yes, girl. Everybody, everyone that you love on TV. Vanessa Lachey, um, everyone has done this. Yes. And so I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to move to L.A. This is how I'm going to do it. Oh, great. Catfish is there, too. Like, when I get to L.A., I'm auditioning for E!, delusional because I didn't have an audition I was gonna say, how did you get the audition for E? Girl, I, I, I was like I don't care if I have to get Juliana's coffee every day for a year I will do whatever it takes to get into the building mm-hmm. and I didn't know how that was going to come to me but I just have always had this feeling like whatever I'm supposed to have is going to come my way it's not going to miss me and so I just I, I decided to make the move 
best decision I've ever made in my life. Hardest decision because I'm so far from my family and like it was so out of my comfort zone, but best decision I could have ever made. Came to LA um, right after filming the first episode of Catfish that I ever did, which was in Iowa City. And immediately when I filmed it, I was like, this is what I'm meant to do. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And they asked me to come back to do the second one. I did the second one. Then they were like, do you want to do two more? I was like, yes. Then they were like, do you want to do two more? I was like, yes. And then Neve called me and was like, so do you want to be my co-host? Mind you, this is after I did get the audition with E. You're kidding. No, I, I got it. <laughs> I got it. What did you and do? And I had actually booked a part on a show that was going to come out. It didn't end up coming out. Um, and right around that time was when I got the offer about being Catfish's full-time host. And I was like, well, this is obviously what I meant to do. Like, E was still asking me about doing things, and they were like... How did you get in the door to E? Did you get the coffee? What that was... was a different... That's a different story. <laughs> so that, I ended up doing a... Um, it was kind of like a workshop for black and brown hosts that was put on by NBC Universal by their diversity department. And the two top people at this workshop were going to be sent to the American Black Film Festival in Miami to host some red carpets down there on behalf of ABFF and I was one of them of course girl I was I was going for everything anything that I could find anything that I saw I was like I this is yes submit me like people would be like oh could you come do a segment about such and such I'd be like yes without even knowing what it is I don't have the I don't have anything but I'm I would always say yes Mm -hmm. and I would figure it out later so I went, I did that, um, and after doing the red carpet interviews and things, they were like, we would like to have you come back to L.A. and audition for some things within the NBC family. I was like, oh my God, that would be amazing. My dream is to be on E! And they had me come on. And even though I didn't end up doing that show that I got booked for, I did end up doing Daily Pop a few times, Mm -hmm. which was amazing, and it like finally gave me something to put into my reel that was substantial mm-hmm. and at the same time I was doing those six episodes of Catfish that they asked me to do as like a trial run and I was able to put that in my reel so I was like okay if none of this pans out at least I have a really great reel but then Neve asked me about being the full-time co-host and I was like of course I'm your full-time co-host like were you looking at other contenders like <laughs> yes this is my job and that was it and since then we've done over 100 episodes I love your story because some people just think and like for me my life was it's just weird um (laughs) I'm like I don't know I just was a mess on tv and that was entertaining but you had I love it's just like I just said yes Mm -hmm. you have to run through the doors, break them open if you have to. And I'm sure you felt uncomfortable sometimes, but you just did it anyway. Yes, 1,000%. I literally, the first day that I came to E to do Daily Pop, I cried in the parking lot because I was so happy, but I was so excited that I thought I was going to fuck it up. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm so, my adrenaline is beating through my chest it was the same feeling I had the first day that we filmed Catfish and I met Neve because we met on camera and started filming the second I met him oh my gosh and I was so I guess it hadn't hit me yet that I was so kind of like and as soon as he walked in the door I was like holy shit this is real and my adrenaline started kicking up again and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna fuck this up and then I didn't It's just like you you get these overwhelming feelings, but you have to just kind of roll with it and Mm -hmm. and just let it play out. I can't even imagine how you felt the first day of filming The Bachelorette. Oh, I didn't really know what was happening. Same. (laughs) I just, I was, I was so, I also, how my brain works, like I couldn't get over that there was a camera in my nose. Like I would just, like I couldn't have kept it cool. I would be like, Dave, what are we doing? Yeah. I, that you turned on that I'm sure you had to like have a flip a switch to be able to like do the thing I did not I was like what are you doing over there so I can't talk to you 
I'm just supposed to pretend you're not here, but he's here. Yeah. Why are we not talking to the guy that has the camera? This yes. camera is in my nose. Like he's so close to me. And I'm supposed to pretend like he's not here. I mm-hmm. just, for like three days, I fully couldn't understand. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay. So this is just, they're, they're just following my life. And yes. Even still, I was really bad about that. I still made all the cameramen talk to me. And <laughs> that's a good thing. Though. It's you a need good to have thing. them on your side. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But uh, I definitely relate to that feeling of like anxiety, good or bad. I mm-hmm. mean, anxiety is not always bad for yeah. you. But I think it is cool that you were able to obviously, like you said, ride the wave. Mm-hmm. Did you have any like tools, techniques to do that? Or are you just figured it out breathing just I was just breathing. Like, breathe because I think before I think people have this misconception because I'm on TV all the time that like I don't get nervous yes I feel like you know that feeling when you're about to go on a pageant stage I feel that every time I like not with catfish anymore but like anytime I start something new if it's the first time I feel anxious Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's anxiety in a bad way but it's anxiousness in like a I'm so excited my heart is going to beat out of my chest and I'm going to fumble over my words and I'm like going to burst through the seams so even when I filmed Are You The One and X on the Beach they were in the same villa but like a month apart but it was a new show it's a new cast I'm a new host the first day of shooting Are You The One, I thought I was going to literally pass away mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was so happy to be there. This is my dream. Like, mm-hmm. I'm living my dream. And sometimes you have those moments. Sometimes I have them when I'm just, like, laying in the bed with, like, a face mask on where I'm like, I'm living my dream. I'm yeah. so happy. Sometimes that feeling happens when I'm on camera and I'm about to film, the, you know, a, the newest, biggest opportunity of my life. Yeah. And you have to just kind of regulate and, like, remind yourself, like, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Like, this is what I do. This is this is me this stepping is me. into what I'm, I'm, I have always been bound to do. Yeah. And I'm getting to do it. Yes. I, I love that. I definitely know what you're talking about. And I, um... I struggle though sometimes. I'm like, I'm I'm doing it, and then the first thing that I'll think is, "Don't mess it up." Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's like those intrusive thoughts. I'm like, go away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're doing it. I'm I want to know. As I watch Catfish, if y'all have not watched Catfish, where are you? Where are you? I was gonna say, <laughs> where are you? It's been around for forever. But these people fall in love over the internet. But it turns out it's not the person. One of the people is not who they say they are. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. Nine t- yeah. Yeah. Are you shocked by how much this actually happens? I think I was pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, not at all. Like, I think the pandemic made things worse. Really? Honestly. Yeah. And now we have, like, AI and, like... The way that photoshopping has advanced like there's so many opportunities to deceive people and people are so craving love and attention and affection that like sometimes it doesn't matter where it's coming from and you know we've had a lot of people recently even just yesterday i was in birmingham alabama actually filming i saw an that yes yes oh, i can't wait <laughs> yes is it a good one it was good But the person that we're helping, like, we ask them, like, okay, so, you know, because we never know what's going to happen. Neve and I are completely in the dark. We have no clue how it's going to turn out. And we're pulling up to where we're hopefully going to meet this person that they've been talking to. And we always ask them, like, okay, what are your deal breakers? Like, if they're not the person in the pictures, does that affect how you feel about them? Because you built this emotional connection But even without ever FaceTiming or meeting up in person, you still have an idea in your head of somebody just by hearing their voice or texting them. Like you're imagining the person that you think you're talking to. So we always ask them, like, if they're not the person in the pictures, does that matter to you? Is that a deal breaker? And more times recently than not, people will be like, no, it's not. Like, I don't care who, I don't care what they look like. I don't care who they are. Like, I feel so strongly about this person. It, it doesn't matter to me. 
And then, of course, sometimes they meet up and then they change their mind. Oh, never mind. Yeah. But don't you feel like the idea of catfishing people shows how insecure we are about the love that we deserve and the love that we can get, that we have to create this whole identity? And then as the person who has been catfished, I don't know. I just don't understand how that would be okay. That would be okay for mm-hmm. some people. Yeah. I mean, everyone's threshold is different. I've come to realize because the things where I'm like, absolutely not. Like, hell no, would I ever accept this? Other people are like, that's not a big deal to me. And I always relate it to like in-person relationships. Like we have relationships. I've had relationships where I'm like, even when I look at the past thing that I've dealt with with this person, I'm like, I put up with that. Like I dealt with that. This is the person that this person ended up becoming. Like, you know, I'm a Scorpio. So I am just skeptical of everyone always. So I'm like, you can't trust anybody. Like you really don't know Mm -hmm. anybody. You don't know that anything that I've told you for the past 45 minutes is true. I could have made all this shit up. You have no idea. That's true. People are crazy, Hannah. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. So when it comes to these situations, like obviously, In a lot of cases, there are insecurities at play while people make these profiles. Sometimes it's for revenge, whether it's on the person that, you know, they're talking to that we're helping to find them. Or if it's somebody from the past where they're like, I started this profile because I wanted to snoop on my ex. They'll be like, oh, I started this profile because that's what I was doing. It was like a Finsta. And then I ended up coming across this profile and just I didn't know how to stop it. Like I, I, I started talking to them. I didn't know. It, it kind of spun out of control and we get that a lot or we get people who are like I did go on the dating profile using my pictures and I did try to get people to match with me and it never worked and I just thought maybe if I just try this person's picture like let me just see if if trying Hannah Brown's picture will get me matches and I did it and immediately I got 30 matches and it made me feel good and it's like how do you How do you give somebody a verbal lashing for that? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been in a really awesome season, but also a season that has been pretty stressful. There's been a lot going on. Um, I can see where some of those things that really keep me grounded, um, I have not been able to make time for and not know how to do that. And so it's been weighing on me a little bit. And look, we all carry around different stressors that can be big or small, but when we keep them bottled up and don't talk about like what's going on in our life, it can really affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest to really talk about what you're going through and figure out a way to work through whatever that is that's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no adjustment charge if like you're just not feeling that connected with somebody you can always try it again get it off your chest with BetterHelp. visit betterhelp.com slash tomorrow today to get 10% off your first order that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash tomorrow Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your own power, and build towards summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's classes to get your body moving. Peloton has a range of class types to fit for every goal and mood. If you can't run, take a walking class, need some grounding, try yoga. If you want to level up, go to the Pilates or hit workouts. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I love Peloton. I feel like Peloton was what really helped me stay consistent um, with moving my body the past few years when sometimes 
um, whether it was a pandemic or an injury or health stuff going on that sometimes would limit the way that I would normally like routinely work out that I was moving my body a little bit every day and also diversifying depending on what my needs were at the time. There was a lot of time where I couldn't have this super high intensity workout and just needed some help of how can I move my body with what I have right now? Maybe the limitations I have. I feel like Peloton just has something for everyone um, at any level and at any time and season in your life. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. So you're, I would say you're an expert at this point at dating. So I'm going to ask you just a few questions yes. for <laughs> people that are listening and like, okay, I need some dating advice. What are common mistakes you think people are making when they are dating? Mm. Comparison. You know, they say comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. It's not just about you. Like comparing your last relationship to this new person is dangerous Mm -hmm. and we're all guilty of it we all do it like you have no choice but to like you can only compare you you can you have no choice but to compare everybody Mm -hmm. does it but thinking that this new person is going to treat you the way that the last three people did is unfair to them and it's unfair to you because you're not actually getting to know them you're projecting onto them Mm -hmm. something that you've gotten from the past so I think that's number one um, big mistake like you can't like I hate when I hate when girls say like oh all men are the same like yes because they're all stupid we know that sorry they need our help <laughs> they need sorry our help to the for men sure. in the room they need our help <laughs> but at the same time like they're not all the same like not every man is going to hurt you not every man is emotionally abusive not every man is a user like you you can find your person And the next thing that I would say that people are doing wrong is manifesting the wrong things. Like you need to manifest what you actually want out of a relationship. If you keep saying all men are trash, no man is ever going to do this for me. I'm never going to have the relationship that these people on Instagram that I follow have. Like, then no, you're not. Mm -hmm. You're not. Like, because that's your, that's what you're putting putting out out into the universe. So, you know. Maybe say the the other thing. Yeah, change the way that you're speaking about what you want to come into your life and Mm -hmm. what you deserve. Yeah. Because you don't deserve a trash man. Yeah. But you're going to, because you want a man. Mm -hmm. So the man that you want is going to treat you with respect. Yes. And there can be other men that are trash, but my man. No, my man is Is going to respect me. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I feel like you also could have a hot take on getting back together with an ex or someone that you're thinking about giving a second chance? Is that a yes, no, no go? No, I am not inclined to give second chances personally, but I also know people who it's worked out for them. So I know um, a couple who are married now. They dated in college. They broke up. She got engaged to somebody else. He was in another relationship. Time had passed. Her relationship ended his relationship ended they ended up connecting back together and now they're married and they have like two kids and they're very happy Mm -hmm. so I think that there is something to like space and growth but I don't know that I can give a second chance to somebody who has hurt me really badly in the past it would have to end on good terms for us to pick it back up yeah for sure I agree I agree I've given second chances it doesn't work That's true too. Yeah. Like I think I all um for me, I feel like I have um romanticized a second chance mm-hmm. that this person is going to fully change. I think you have to remember there's a reason why you broke up. There's yes. a reason why you broke up. Yeah. And um I think in the past I'd always wanted to hold on to like the good things mm-hmm. instead of reminding myself of how they actually made me feel in times that it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And I've learned that finally. What advice do you have for someone who feels behind when it comes to being in a relationship, especially if they had to end a long-term relationship because it ended up not being right? I was just talking about this on Twitter, which is now called X. 
Twitter. Um, <laughs> I was talking about this on Twitter the other day, um, and someone wrote to me the the most accurate thing. It, they said it's always the person after the person that you thought was the one that ends up being the one, and it's so real. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to know <clears throat> whatever happened in that long term relationship prepared you for the person of your dreams like Mm -hmm. the person that is coming to you is going to be everything that person was and more like all the things that that they weren't all the things that you wanted that they couldn't give you the next person is going to do those things for you if you've done the work it doesn't just come to you you have to actually put some things in place and like you know put your big girl panties on and get your life together Mm -hmm. but all of those things are there like I think we have this scarcity complex of like there's no more good men out there like nobody I'm never gonna that is the bad manifestation that we're talking about like Mm -hmm. you need to this is what I did make a list open up your notes app get your journal out make a list of all the things that you want to find you in a partner and I have to say I made my list I poured up a glass of wine wrote down everything like if you want for him to have a dog put it on the list if you want for him to rub your feet at night put it on the list Mm -hmm. if you want for him to be a provider put that on the list everything that you want and watch it come to you but like know that it it's there it's out there it's coming to you like Mm -hmm. it's you know it you will attract it because that is what you want and you're so clear on your vision of what that looks like there's something to it. I don't know what it is, but it's out there. It's some witchy shit. Put your witch hat on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab the brooms. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's there. I, I did that as well. I wrote out a list. And I do think that's really important because it it reminds you of what your standards are. What yes. are your non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. What are the things that you really would like to have, but... Um, I think you should put the things that you just, it would be great if he yeah. is a bazillionaire. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's not. <laughs> yes. That's yes. okay. You be the bazillionaire girl. Yes. Um, I really, I think there is something to that because, yeah, you're putting it out into the world. Mm-hmm. There are so many girls I'll be like talking to them and I'm like, do you know what you, like, what do you want? Like, have you written it down? And they'll say no. I'm like, yeah. What? No. Write it down and be so intentional about it. I didn't put on my list, he has to be rich. I put, he has to be generous. Mm. Because somebody who's rich and somebody who's generous are two completely different things. Yes. You could have a man who's making billions of dollars and he doesn't want to spend one red cent on your ass. So make sure that you put that he is generous. <laughs> You're like, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I have put seen generous. it. I've experienced it. Put generous and put financially responsible. Mm-hmm. Put that you want someone who's a leader. That's what I put on my list. Like I was I was tired of leading relationships. I didn't want to have to steer the boat anymore. Like tell me where we're going and I'll tell you if I'm coming. Like that's that's what I put. Yes. Very very clear. And when you start dating and you start getting to know people, will this person check off every single thing on your list? No, if you put bullshit on your list like if you put he has to be six four and you meet a guy and he's six three oh he doesn't make the list no you're an idiot yeah take that off if you want him to be if you want to be attracted to him like wildly attracted to him put that on the list if you would like for him to be tall sure put that on the list taller than you taller than you put that on the list that's really important yes but if he's got brown eyes and the guy you're dating has green eyes and now it's like oh well he i I want him to have brown eyes this can't be him though because cammy and hannah said that everything was on the list no (laughs) no come on no be for real please be for real when you're writing it but be intentional about what you're putting down and start paying attention because what i started realizing guys that i was like interested in or, or wanted to hang out with and like was so desperate for their attention it's like they're not even on the list like you're not even you are not even close to being mm-hmm. up to standard this is the standard baby you don't meet it like this is not my husband yeah. not the person moving on it makes things it makes it a lot easier for you to be able to realize what's actually in front of you when yes. you have a list I I agree do you think you found the one, Cammy? Yes. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh my gosh. I am so 
madly in love with this man. Every time I think about it, I want to cry <laughs> because he is just, he's the best. And like, I was telling that to somebody recently, my hairdresser actually, I was like, he's just the best. And she was like, damn, I haven't felt like a man is the best in a long time. <laughs> She's like, I don't think I've ever felt that ever. I'm like, neither have I. That's how I know. He's the one. He's the one. He's the best. Did you know immediately though? Yes. You did? Yes. He, Yes. He doesn't know that I knew immediately, even though I say it all the time. He thinks that I'm just like being my crazy self, but I knew immediately. The feeling that I got when I met him for the first time is a feeling that I've never felt before in my entire life. I literally felt like the universe had like rushed towards me with like a gust of wind that was going to blow me over. I was just like, oh my God. Like I was, I was at a loss for words. Like he took my breath away. I've never had that before, but it was more than just... He's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. But it was more than that. It was just like his energy. I felt so attracted to his energy. And, you know, not to say that things were perfect because we started dating right before I left to film those two shows. That's hard. For two months in Spain, I was I was away. I didn't think we were going to make it, girl. I was like, oh, he was getting on my nerves. <laughs> but you know what? They all get on your nerves. Yes. You just have to be with the one who gets on your nerves a little bit less than the others. What makes him different? He is so compassionate. He's so understanding. He cares to know what's on my mind. Like, and he just can feel it when something's on my mind. He doesn't ignore it. You know, some men will like, they'll know you're in a mood or something's happening and it doesn't even have to do anything with them, but they just don't, they're just not in tune. They with don't you. ask. They don't ask. They're not in tune. You say you're fine. They're like, okay. He's not like that. And he's, but he's not going to pry. Mm -hmm. He gives me my space. One of the things that I had on my list was that I needed to be with someone who would hold me when I want to be held and knows when I need to be left alone. And he is that person, 1000%. He just adores me. He's so doting. He's so respectful. My family loves him. My mom's obsessed with him. That's rare. She's never been obsessed with anybody that I've ever dated. So, like, that's different. Um, I think what makes him the most different is that I realized that in my past relationships, I never actually saw a future with the people that I was dating. I was just in so many long-term relationships that I thought, well, if I've been dating you for this long, like, of course we're supposed to get married. Or, like, of course we're supposed to take this to the next level. I can see the future so clearly with him. I knock on wood because I'm not trying to do it right now, but I want to have all his babies. I just want to like, I just want to, I want to be with him all the time. I've never been that person because I love being by myself. Not anymore. I just want to be with him all the time and have all his babies. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> not, not right, right now. now. Please. I'm a very powerful manifester. But that, that to me is like, I've never, never seen that in my life ever with anybody. I've just been like, oh, like just kind of going with the flow of like what things are supposed to look like, quote unquote. But my therapist, is like she stopped me for a while when I would say like, oh, I was supposed to do this or I was supposed to have this or we were supposed to have done this. And she would be like, what is this supposed to? Mm. Who, who said that? Who said you were supposed to have done anything? What you're supposed to be doing is what you're doing right now. And that, I think that, that's the biggest difference. I just realized that everything that I thought is just not, that, that it just wasn't, it's not what love actually looks like. Like, love looks like exactly what it is that I have now. And we have so much fun. And he's so cute. Oh, I <laughs> am so happy for you. And I feel like I've gone Thank the same you. journey as well. And I think a lot of people listening, um, our needs first of all if you don't have your pen and paper out right now I yeah. don't know what you're doing yeah because <laughs> you you deserve it all like mm -hmm. you can you can you can have it yes I think it's so easy to settle mm -hmm. especially when you think you're on a time clock yeah and oh my gosh I'm 30 and I've been with this guy but I don't know if I see it but I think I'm too it's too late no no, no. <laughs> and so I just love people that they get to hear your story and 
just the how how you feel right now mm-hmm. and that you you brought that into your life. Yes. It's so crazy how much power we actually have. What is another goal, the next thing mm. that you are believing is for you? I believe, and I've obviously thought about this <laughs> <laughs> extensively, I believe that I am going to be the person one day that when you walk into Target, you will see me in every section. So I want to have a section in the baby section. I want to have a section in the home section. I want to have a beauty section. I want to have everything. I want to be that girl. It's like, oh, shit. Cammie's got pots and pans. Yeah, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Cammie's got pampers. Yeah, I do. Like, that's that's the next goal that I see. That's what I'm manifesting. I think it'll happen. Yes. And an engagement. I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Cammie. And I'm so excited to see all the things that come into fruition that are meant for you. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Better Tomorrow is produced by me, Hannah Brown, and Legos Creative. Our producer is Andrew Stalmer. Our show is recorded, engineered, and edited by the Legos Creative team. Remember to follow Better Tomorrow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss the next episode. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps and shows your support. You can follow me on socials at Hannah Brown, and you can stay updated on all things Better Tomorrow on our Instagram at Better Tomorrow and our TikTok Better Tomorrow podcast. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers, and we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about, but we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com slash Hannah B and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way we can bring the advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash H-A-N-N-A-H-B. Thanks for your help.